Oh my God. The covers were wrong, wrong, wrong. And here's the dumb thing. I read the genre, it somehow didn't click in. Do you need to update your book cover? Is it time to update it? I know you spent money or time or money and time designing your book cover. You asked all the people on your Facebook group, you asked your mom, you asked your friends, and they all love the cover. They gushed over it. More on that later. But how do you know when it is time to update your cover? Even if you just put that book out a month ago. Oh, hi, I'm Autumn Bordeaux. I'm a writer, I'm an author, I'm a mom, I'm an educator, and on this channel, I hope to give you writing tips, author tools, and hopefully those will inspire and motivate you. If you're new to this channel, thank you so much for clicking, and if you're a subscriber, thanks so much for watching today. If you're not a subscriber, I need you to click that subscribe button and then there's that little notify bell. What happens when you subscribe is that it feeds the um, YouTube algorithms and the more subscribers that a channel has, the more YouTube will put it up into, you know, the pages when you type into that, you know, search engine for whatever writing information you're looking for, the more subscribers, the more YouTube puts it on the like first page of what you look at when you type into the search bar. Because really, nobody's gonna look at the second and third page. The more subscribers I have, the more writers like yourself will be able to find my information much more easily. It's kind of like, you know, product placement, that eye-level product placement um, at the grocery store. And also in a bookstore, because I know you all love bookstores, the rounders when you walk in and the end caps, that is the primo placement. People go, oh, look, here it is. All those other books you see, you know, in those aisles, they all really just want to be on those round tables or those tables in the center of the aisle. The hard truth is people do judge a book by its cover. Why? Because we're humans and uh, we're visual. Covers change. I've got two covers to show you. The first is Fahrenheit 451. Take a look at all the covers. That's a lot of covers. Do you see how they have all changed? Now let's look at the covers for Frankenstein. Once again, all those different covers updated. I didn't go into a deep dive on this, so I'm not sure how often they were updated, but that's a lot of cover changes. Why? To reflect what the genre looks like. So when is it time to change your book cover? Hmm. Once upon a time, I had a paranormal series. It was about nine years ago, and I had a great idea for a cover. I had a vision, and remember this was nine years ago, there wasn't a lot of information out there. There wasn't the, prolifer there wasn't the proliferation of 
Facebook groups and there was no such thing as podcasts or if they were, it was just beginning or YouTube channels that everybody had up. So I was kind of on my own with the cover and I just, it was, it was tough. And so I had a photographer friend take a picture that I don't even have a sample of that. That lasted for maybe six months. And then I decided I needed a different look. So I got a, I went online and I um, looked for a photo that I could buy. And I didn't know any cover designers, didn't know how to find any cover designers. So uh, my daughter at the time, she had some Photoshop skills. So she actually did the first, the second cover for me. She did the second cover for me. The place where I like to go get photos is um, Shutterstock and Deposit Photos. There's also many others. Shutterstock, I think, is the most expensive, but I kind of really, really like their photos the best. Deposit Photos also has some great ones, but there's also a lot of sites where you can get, you know, free, free images. The first cover on my book was, it was eye-catching. It was black and white and red, but, and there's a big but coming up in a minute. I wrote books two and three of that series. Once again, looked for images, tried to keep the series looking the same. It took hours and hours and hours to find the images. A lot of it is just a matter of punching in the right keywords so that the image you're looking for is, you know, comes up on the first 10 pages and not you know, is lost somewhere on page 352, which, you know, I'll never get to that. So I'll, I just usually just keep typing in keywords until something that I am looking for, you know, the vibe, the aesthetic I'm going for shows up on the first couple pages. So flash forward four years later, and I finally finished the series. Now, don't judge. I was writing The Impaler's Wife, the Emperor's Assassin, Dragon Lady, Legends of Lust, and uh, Confessions of a Sheba Queen. So those, my finishing my series took a backseat to those books. So anyway, I finally got around to finishing the series. Once again, going through the whole thing, looking for the images. I now had a cover designer, which really helped. And I had a cover designer because I um, knew a person who was traditionally published and then went the indie published route and she suggested her cover designer. So I had now had a cover designer for books two, three, and four. So that worked out beautifully. But then I had them redo all the covers to add a more modern flair. You know, I just gave them a fresh new vibe. And here's the big butt coming up. <laughs> Flash forward another year and I wrote Goddesses Inc. And as I'm looking at Goddesses Inc, I'm thinking, oh, you know, while I'm designing that cover and I designed that cover twice. This was the first one and I loved it. I love the vibe. I love the aesthetics, but guess what? It didn't fit with the genre. And that's when I had my, oh my God. Hashtag mind blown because it went from this to this. A much different aesthetic, don't you think? And that's when I had that OMG moment when I realized that my paranormal, my fun paranormal romance series wasn't having this vibe. 
so this one this one this one this one they all needed to be changed they needed to reflect the paranormal vibe of the rest of the genre the covers were wrong 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 for the genre fun humorous paranormal romance and here's the dumb thing i read the genre it somehow didn't click in until i went went from this to this that it clicked in that i needed to redo the whole series i mean i've seen those covers <sighs> and you know what i didn't have the time to change them until i did so when is it time to change your covers? It doesn't matter how eye-catching or cute or well-made your cover is. It needs to reflect the specific genre. And I'll tell you why. One, it's a selling tool. Two, because it attracts the reader's attention. Three, because it signals to the reader quickly, really quickly, in a half a millisecond, who knows, that it is that particular genre without having to read anything, without having to read the blurb. And four, because it acts subliminally on the reader. They say, hey, that book cover is like, insert whatever best-selling author cover looks like in that genre, and if I like that one, I'm going to like this one. And so they click, and then they read the blurb. If you'll like X, you'll like mine. The main thing you have to ask yourself, is my cover representative, aligned with the current covers of best-selling books in that genre? The current covers. Look at yours, is it off? Is it not quite right? Look at font styles. Look at color. Not just at the color itself, but how the color is used. Is it soft colors, vibrant colors, shades of colors, vivid, bright colors, monochromatic? Look at the general vibe and aesthetic of the covers of the best-selling books. I have to admit, I have to call in help for this when I am designing a cover. And what I like to go to is to somebody who will really tell me brutally honestly that that cover sucks. And more importantly, their answer just can't be because I don't know. They have to be able to tell me why. Why? So that I can fix it. I need details. You don't like this cover? Tell me exactly why. What is off about you? And so I have a couple go-to people that they're readers of that genre and they will tell me, no, I wouldn't buy that book, would scoot right over that book, or yeah, oh, I would stop on that one. That's got a good aesthetic, a good vibe. If you need to change out a whole book series, Look at what is the same and different on other book series of that specific genre. The fonts, the colors, the placement of the name and the, the placement of the title and the author name and the images. 
I went to a cartoon image on my Merkaba books because it reflects the genre. And I changed my original cover from, for Goddesses Inc. from this to this because of the same thing. And I did this in the space of about two months. I want to say maybe three. I realized, you know what? Much as I love this cover and love the aesthetic of it, this is more representative of the genre. So it's not often what you like the best, but what fits in with the genre. Remember that Sesame Street song, one of these things is not like the other, one of these things doesn't belong. Yeah, you know that song, right? So put your current covers up into the best-selling covers. Take your little thumbnail, put it up there on the computer with something that you open up in your genre, you know, open up Amazon, type in your genre, look at all the covers that come up, and then put yours in there right next to it. And is it off or does it, does it just go with the rest? For my paranormal romance, I realized that the cartoon stuff that was very popular right now, and I don't even know if they call that cartoon, that's what I'm calling it. Maybe it has some other more highbrow or sophisticated name. But I realized those images, those illustrated images were more in keeping, they were more fun. And so they told people who are looking at book covers, you know, people on Amazon, wherever, that it, 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 had, it, it was fun because those book covers were fun, humorous. So the book covers needed to reflect that. I, so many times I see writers, new writers, you know, putting up two book covers on a Facebook page and they're saying, which cover do you like better? Or maybe it's four book covers. And people go, oh, I like the C or I like D and I love the pop of color. And ultimately, if I respond to those, I normally say, does it look like all the other book covers in that genre? That's usually what I say because in some, some Facebook groups are brutally honest, which is good and bad. One is you actually get actual feedback from people who are being honest. The second is the brutal part. Somebody tells you, you know, you just spent X amount of money on dollars or, or times, you know, getting a book cover together. And somebody says, oh, hello, that has nothing to do with the genre. And that's all wrong, or that looks this, or your font is wrong, yada, yada. And people don't want to hear that. They just want to hear that I like this one because it's really cute and I like the color. And it's not about any of that. It's about the genre, the specific genre the book cover needs to correspond with the specific genre. And what happens if it doesn't is I think that people just kind of scroll on by because it doesn't fit visually immediately what they think, what they're looking for. And so they're looking for a type and so they don't see it. I think it's a gut kind of instantaneous reaction that you go, oh, cool cover in my genre, click anything else scroll on by it needs to signal to the reader that this is the genre you are looking for if you don't have an author friend or writer friend who's going to give you really good honest maybe brutal <laughs> opinion about the book cover then just go on amazon take a look type in your specific genre see what comes up and there's not always one specific thing but you'll get a general pretty good 
more than general, you get a really good idea of what the book cover needs to look like and look at all those factors, fonts and colors and images. The new covers that I did for the Merkaba series, um, which are here, there's a picture right there, um, took, oh, many different times. The first mock-up didn't do so well and I spent a week at it and then I gave my designer the mock-up and then I showed um, my critiquers <laughs> and they said no no and double no and here's why so then I went back to the drawing board with something else and it did take a lot of time and so then we ended up with the new covers which I think reflect the genre. I also had a plan three in case my critiquers um, didn't like that one either. So did it take a long time to do those, to mock up those covers and come up with what I needed? Yes, a very long time. Was it worth the money? It's too soon to tell because I just did it. Oh, and one more thing. Isn't that always the way with being an author and a writer? There's always like one more thing. When I put the new covers up, I said, you know, I need to update these blurbs. <laughs> Here's the thing with blurbs, you know, in the product description, the more you write, the easier it gets. So the four books in the Merkaba series, the fun paranormal romance about a supernatural bounty hunter, um, it took me an hour to write each new blurb. And then I realized after I put that all up that, you know, I can, I still need to tweak this a little bit. So guess what I'm gonna do after making this video? I'm going to add to the product description of the blurb and yeah, make sure all my keywords are in and it's a process, it really is. I'm still happy with the keywords that I put into KDP for now, you know, until I'm not happy with them. <laughs> Look at your covers. Do they look professional? You can change them. They still need to look professional. Do they go with other best-selling novels in that specific genre? If they don't, then you know what you have to do. Oh, and one more thing, one more, more thing. After I did the covers and changed the blurbs, I decided I actually needed to make a promo video, which also took many, many, many hours and many looking at pictures and then doing the copy, you know, the promo copy for that. And that took a long time and then the music and then all of that. And then I sent it to my son. I said, what do you think? He said, you have two different cartoon types in here. This is, does it matter? He goes, yeah, it kind of looks weird. Oh. So that took another two hours to make sure that the two cartoon images that I used on there both aligned and had the same vibe because there's lots of different kinds of cartoon images. I knew that, but then I didn't realize how much he saw it as being off when he looked at it. So then I redid that. And then I showed it to a bunch of people and they're like, oh yeah, we really like this. And then as I was uploading it to TikTok, I realized I had a typo. So take it off TikTok, redo it again, yada, yada. And yeah, it all seems to take a long time. Blurbs take time, teasers take time, covers take a lot of time. Hey, but that's part of the writing and authoring world. The thing is, we're writers and we're not marketers, and we're not graphic designers, but we need to put on those hats 
when it comes time to market, which is your book cover, and um, trying to come up with a cover design. Writing book, indie publishing, easy and yet not so easy. Easy to do and yet so very easy to get it all wrong. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. I will see you next week when I have a very special visitor joining me. Little teaser, it's about one of the videos I made earlier on developmental edits. Until then though, dream, create, and embrace. But don't embrace that old cover too tightly. Take a look at your covers and release those covers that need to be freshened up and made new. Bye-bye. <laughs>